Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. All right, we're back. I hope you're settling into your morning and settling in with us here on the Club for Common Sense. I failed to uh, do the gavel for the first hour, but I won't make that same mistake again. And we are here. Bob Cadaro, WILK, the Club for Common Sense, providing you a sanctuary of sanity each day from 9 to noon in a mad, 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 mad world. I don't know if I'm getting enough times for that old movie. But uh, we are honoring today the Morgan family. And we've got to honor the Fleming family, too. Served us in World War One, World War Two, four generations of Morgans and Flemings serving this great country. Two killed in the Great War, World War One, and the other serving at various places around the world in peacetime and during war. So we thank them. And again, Tom Morgan was with us, the the old fireman, who people remember fondly himself for his service. So good stuff. That is for sure. All right. Hour number two, it begins. And as we try to do each and every week, we try to do Monday Musings with John Perillo. And so over the weekend, I just uh, got in touch with John and said, what is going on in Russia? It was a, I, I don't know, some kind of faux coup, and I mean F-A-U-X, like a fake coup. And uh, it sputtered and died, but it meant something. And I've compared it to the coup that was attempted against Mikhail Gorbachev when he was pursuing Glasnost, opening up of then the Soviet Union. And you may remember Boris Yeltsin, for all of his personal faults, 
stood up on a tank and basically stopped the coup. So it was reminiscent of that. It, it, again, a full coup. That It didn't really happen. And John Perillo has been looking at it. First of all, John Perillo, uh, my uncle Frank, your father-in-law, is out there in uh, Colorado, huh? Yeah, he is. We, we may have gone through a couple of beers last night. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on. And again, thanks to your listeners for, for putting up with us. Uh, and as Bob mentioned, you know, we talked a little bit about, hey, let's take a look at this Russian coup. And I, I got to admit that as I was working on this, I couldn't edit my notes as quickly as events were changing. So yeah. some of this is, was outdated the moment I wrote it. And this is the best I could do. So hopefully it's helpful to you all. And, and um, you know, this was a beginning of a coup movement that involved the Wagner group versus the Russian military. And it's pronounced, by the way, Wagner with a German V because uh, that was it, it, where, where W was in, in the word because it was actually named after the German composer, Wagner. So it, you'll hear it pronounced both ways. So if you hear me say Wagner, that's what I mean. I prefer, and in any case, I prefer uh, Wagner, although I say Wagner because I want people to know how it's spelled. Exactly. So, <laughs> I, so I'll, I'll go back and forth so your listeners can be confused. And, and then, um, uh, and I'm saying the beginning of the coup, because as Bob alluded to, it looks like it was halted on Saturday with a deal with Belarus. Uh, but that doesn't mean that the event itself wasn't significant. And part of the reason why I really love Bob's show is that it was this audience who was the first to hear about the rift between the Wagner group and the official Russian military um, by them, by the Wagner group taking a couple of armored vehicles just a couple of Monday musings ago. So we were ahead of the news on this. I just want to point that out. So to your listeners, you're, you're, you're tuned into the right place. And, and since it is Monday musings, you know, of course, I, we have to have a little bit of background before we get into the details. And the Wagner Group was actually a Putin creation, or, or rather was created when Putin was in power and was funded by Putin and was headed by a Putin ally. Um, and just like Sudan, when we talked about that a couple of Monday musings ago, sometimes autocrats fear their own nation's military and create private military groups as a hedge. And Wagner employed some pretty unsavory characters, like felons and the like. And, although, you know, they're not really like the French Foreign Legion, which also employed felons. Right? They're, they're, you know, they don't have any of the cool flair of the French Foreign Legion. Um, and, of course, the French Foreign Legion was officially part of the French military. And they openly employed criminals, the French Foreign Legion, that is, who could serve in exchange for reduced sentences. Right. Whereas many of the Wagner members were pardoned of their crimes expressly so they would, could join Wagner, and it was thought that their pardons would also secure their loyalty to Putin. So that was a, you know, a bit of a difference between the way the French did it and the way the Russians did it. But anyway, their leader is a guy named Pergozin. Uh He's the leader and the creator of the Wagner group. But you know, before we think that he's some Robin Hood saving the Russians, you know, he's a convicted felon himself including stuff like getting involved in underage girls and prostitution. I mean, he's a, he's a pretty nasty character. So Wagner itself was a quasi-official to begin with, right? They, they you know, were not really official. They were getting their arms from North Korea as opposed to from, from the, the Russian military. But there's absolutely no doubt that Putin knew who they were and, and was directing them. And Putin actually started using them so that he could be unofficially involved in Ukraine. And you guys might remember that there was this invasion of, back then they called it bikers, back when in 2014, Obama was president. Well, that was the Wagner group. 
And at the time, they were being run by the GRU. Think of it like our CIA. And they got lots of money to try to hide what we all knew was going on. We all knew this was an official Russian invasion, but it wasn't the official Russian military that did it. It was this Wagner group. And in addition to that, some of the Russian cyber attacks on the U.S. have come from an organization that we've identified, as, and we call it the Internet Research Agency, which, oh, by the way, is also funded by the Wagner Group. So it's a way to conduct what might be ostensibly illegal operations, but everybody knows what's going on. So, again, for Monday Musings, remember our gray operations discussions a while back, right? This is a very gray organization. So they're, they're not really official, but, but everybody kind of knows what they are. And, you know, uh, and they've been opposed, this Wagner Group has been opposed by some of the Russian elites, who saw them as a hammer that could be used to force them to support the war, right? Because unlike an official military, you know, there was no real connection between them and the government officially. Uh, and, and the other fear that the oligarchs had was that possibly that, that the Wagner would actually take some of their assets in order to continue this fight. And so that if you remember back, the deal that Putin made with the Russian people was that he would restore order after the messes of the 1990s in exchange for less freedom. And the mess in Ukraine has kind of upended that agreement. Because now what's happening is now you have messes everywhere. And that's not what the people of Russia signed up for when they agreed to kind of this semi-dictatorship or autocracy that, that Putin's in, John, in charge of. John Perillo, what, what are people saying in Russia to the extent we can get it unfiltered by the Putin government? I, I, they're, they're starting to get increasingly restless. Yeah, I think they are. And I think you, you, so this, this goes on to the next section, which is essentially what's causing this rift, right? Why is Wagner, as a, in the official Russian military, uh, why are they openly feuding? And it started with, if you remember, we talked about how the Russian people had begun to understand that they're losing people in, in Ukraine, right? It's, 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 it's what you can't hide the losses when family members in towns are saying, "Hey, my son's not coming back." Right? So what happened was that Prigozhin, this, this leader of the Wagner military, began to criticize the official Russian military for their incompetence, right, and how dangerous they were making it for his private army. Right? So that fighting in Ukraine has been a meat grinder for the Russians, and, and to Bob's point, this is what the people now are starting to see. And the Wagner group was on the front lines for most of it. You know, the Wagner military burial grounds are so large that they can be seen by satellites. That's how, how bad it's been for them. And then, remember, we talked about how, you know, the, 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 the report that we broke here on Monday Musings that Wagner had actually captured some Russian military armored vehicles. And then what happened after that was that the Wagner group was being shelled by the Russian forces because of that. So the, the, the Wagner group was being attacked by both the Ukrainians and the Russians, and it really left Pergozin with not a lot of choices. So he heads north towards Moscow for this coup. Right? And, and to Bob's point, what happened was Wagner crosses into, into Russia. They enter this town. And in the town, essentially, uh, the, the, the town allows them to pass through without any, without any resistance. And I, I wouldn't re- read too much into that. I mean, you're a town leader and, and an armored military column comes through your town, what are you going to do, tell them stop? Yeah. You know, you have, you have nothing to oppose them. Right? So that's kind of, you know, what's been happening. And then, you know, now we have to get into the implications of that, right? So some thoughts about, you know, the implications of, of this attempted coup. Right? The first thing is there's lots of reports of private jets leaving Russia with some of the wealthiest oligarchs, which means that they felt 
that this coup was real and they needed to take their money and get out. They run, they run, they're not hanging on to, to Putin. Right? So uh, uh, in, in another sense, we could say that the dragging on of the war, our participation in the war, our allowing Ukrainians to have some weaponry has been the right move for us strategically because it's created this pressure within Russia, which is now leading to cracks in the armor of Putin. Right? So, you know, but, but, but with that, we really don't have any idea what comes next. And for, you know, people who are rejoicing about this, this attempted coup, you know, nobody really wants a Wagner stand where Russia was. Let's, let's not, yeah. let's, no, you, know, let's, you go you know, from bad to worse. The, the other yeah, we, part we, we about don't know. it, it does yeah. seem, it does seem like the rank and file members of the Wagner group are in great peril now. <laughs> well, that, well, that's a, that's a, that's a, it's a great point, right? So, what do you do? So the deal that Bob alluded to in the opening was that Belar- the president of Belarus essentially brokered a deal, and, and, and Belarus is a, is a satellite country for Russia. I mean, they're controlled by Russia. And basically the Belarusian president said, hey, look, we'll take Progrosin in to Belarus. You drop charges against them, and you drop charges against all the mutineers, if you want to use that term. Right? Well, then what, what do you do with these people? So if, if you're Progrosin and he goes and lives in Belarus, and all the charges are, are dropped, this still creates a problem for Putin. I mean, it's hard to have a strong man in Putin when somebody tries to kick you out, and you let that guy live, right? That's a problem. So I suspect that Pergozin won't be taking long strolls along in the, alone in the woods when he's living in Belarus. I mean, you know, that's going to be a problem for him. Well, I'm sure he, brought his, clo- he brought his closest commandants with him. But, oh, yeah, but, he's, uh, he's going to need more than that. Yeah, but, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, it just speaks to, now, if, if Putin goes to form, he ruthlessly uh, tries to destroy the rank and file from the Wagner group and well, send that message. And I, I don't know what that brings. I mean, that, that brings more fighting, more, I don't know. So that's a great point. Let's talk about that a little bit. So the, the, the deal that was, that was negotiated by Belarus was that all the charges would be dropped, including the charges against these criminals who were part of the Wagner private army. Well, what do you do with them? So what they did was they told these people that they, all they have to do is sign their loyalty statement and they become parts of the regular Russian military. Now, imagine that you're a Russian military commander and some pardoned felon who was an ex-murderer or whatever the hell that guy did who's now part of the Wagner group becomes added, he gets added to your battalion right you, you, in, in the U.S. we might refer to that as a leadership challenge right I mean you know, this, this is going to be real problems for the, for the military that's kind of number one the second thing is what happens in places like Africa and Syria if Wagner is disbanded like I suspected Assad didn't sleep very well last night because it has been the Wagner group in Syria that has, that has been supporting the Assad regime against Islamists who are also pretty horrible people too. Right? So, so that's going on. And then you have most of Central Africa, which uh, the UN was very much interested in, in keeping existing uh, stability within existing regimes. And the UN has essentially pulled out because the Wagner group went in and you know, was acting in ways that, that the French, for instance, couldn't associate with. So they pulled their troops out, and the Wagner Group has had free reign in Central Africa and, and doing some pretty horrible things there, too. So if they get pulled out, 
Now what happens, right? So I, 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 what I suspect happens is that there'll be an increase in Chinese involvement in, in, in that area. So there's a lot of implications to this that we don't yet know, uh, but there's a lot going on here. And I have, I have the Grozen statement, and it's fascinating. I won't, I won't read the whole thing. But he talks about, essentially, that w- what happened was in Ukraine that the government and the military was so incompetent that it created this, uh, in his words, evil brought by the military leadership of the country, and that must be stopped. And then he talked about how those who destroyed today our guys are destroying tens, tens of thousands of lives of Russian soldiers, and that they will be punished. This is Progrosin talking in his statement. And he's, he's, you know, he's asking no one to resist, meaning he's talking about the Russian people not to resist his attempt to go into Russia and overthrow at least the military. But now, John Perillo, um, the, then, other, the other thing that sort of threw us off a little bit, there have been reports that uh, Russians, Russian soldiers, have been giving away positions of other Russian units to the Ukrainians, and it has been devastating to... Yeah, it sounds like such an incredible mess, and it does not seem manageable. Right, and and, and exactly, Bob's correct on everything. So again, let's go, because it's Monday music, let's think about implications for that. Right, so I suspect that what happens is that this creates pressure on Putin to end the Ukrainian conflict quickly. But that doesn't mean pulling out, right? In Putin's mind, he's, he, now he's, he has a real problem. If he pulls out, Pogrosin has won, regardless of the fact that Pogrosin is now living in Belarus. So, you, so this creates a very difficult position for, for Putin to be in, and I suspect something is gonna, he's going to have to do something, right? And we don't know what that is. But he, even if Putin died tomorrow or somehow off, you know, that happens, right? What happens is the current prime minister becomes the acting president of Russia. And the current prime minister is a, is a gentleman named Mikhail Mishestin. And, and the only reason why he has that job is he's shown no interest in replacing Putin or even disagreeing with him. Right? He's a puppet. He's only there, you know, just to be there. So, you know, that leads to a power vacuum as well. So, you know, to, to Bob's point way back at the beginning of this, we can't, under, we can't overestimate just how important this little attempted coup was. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens next. Well, um, I, I, John Perillo, I appreciate it. Uh, keep, you know, obviously I will keep monitoring and I hope you will too. Uh, yes, sir. We'll see. Uh, as events continue to evolve around the world on everything, I think I think we'll probably be on to the next subject by next Monday. But maybe not. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. And again, Bob, thanks to you and your listeners for spending time with us. And, I, and I, it really made me feel good to be able to say, hey, you heard things here on Monday Musings weeks ago that the press is just yep. now getting to. So great show, Bob. Appreciate it. Uh, loved Uncle Frank. And thank Absolutely. you so much, John Perillo. And you have a great day, sir. All you right. take care. Monday uh-huh. Musings with John Perillo. We shall return. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On June 26, 1963, Lennon and McCartney wrote the song She Loves You. At Turk's Hotel in Newcastle, England. And, of course, before that, George H.W. Bush, he he went back on his No New Taxes campaign pledge. This date in 1990. And that and H. Ross Perot's candidacy spelled disaster, and we were given the Clintons. Who are, by the way, they're a mild disaster compared to today's Democrat Party. So, (laughs) oh, man. So, we talk about, and I bring up this obvious corruption. And you always look, because it's very telling, what our Biden supporter listeners say and how they respond. But I want to go first to someone who gets what has happened. He said, Bob, I have to laugh. When the 2020 election was being held, some Democrat in the city of Scranton had a sign that said Biden truth versus lies. And all we've been getting since then is nothing but lies from him. You're right. Another said that is what the communist playbook states they should do. And somebody comes back, hey, Bob, your Russian is showing. Your diversion from facts is phenomenal, but it may keep your rabid listeners. But it doesn't do anything good for the average listening person who wants to talk about and discuss real issues. Innuendo, 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 only the facts, ma'am. It is not innuendo. Please look up the word, okay? Would do, do me that favor. Look up the word innuendo. Okay, see what it means. And it means <laughs> a suggestive or disparaging one. No, I'm saying it outright. This is not innuendo. And by the way, it is indisputable facts. Every place that Joe Biden went, every place that was included in his portfolio, some player in that country would ship money by the millions to the Biden family. Please don't tell me. That's not innuendo. He is corrupt. I'm not hinting at it. I'm not saying it obliquely. 
He is disgustingly, sickeningly corrupt. And he took his share of that money. Hunter Biden was the front man. And he took meetings and he did whatever it takes. I I, I was talking about this last week. Please remember this. You know, we look at the United States and we say, well, okay, we got people like Joe Biden in charge. All right. And it lessens our respect, frankly, for the country. But a foreign country getting and a foreign actor getting a meeting with Joe Biden or even the hint of cooperation. And in at least the case of Burisma, it appears they got direct action. You will pay millions for that. And that's exactly what they did. Now, (laughs) always hilarious. The Trump derangement syndrome. Now, until I mentioned his name just then, I never talked about Trump. But here it is. Yes, Bob. And like always, Biden corrupt and Trump did nothing wrong. I love it. What? (laughs) How does Donald Trump come in on Biden's corruption? Proven corruption. Proven. What do you th- where do you think the 30 million bucks came from? From nowhere, for no reason, to people who have no talent, no skills, no jobs, other than their association with the then vice president of the United States. It- it's a <laughs> And then the lie that Joe Biden didn't know anything about it, yet he's sitting next to his son when uh, Hunter's issuing threats. I got to tell you, I, I'm not. <sighs> I'm just I'm just amazed at all this. I truly am. How this goes. How you defend the indefensible. Not only his performance as president, which has been revolting. But. His personal ethics. And then you go to a third level, which are non-existent, by the way. His lying, which is part of that ethos of the Biden family. And finally, his infirmity. And you deny all three. That's that's scary. Scary bad. Johnny, did we do the weather yet? All right, we're way over. And that's fine. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do the weather and then talk to all of you. 570-883-0098 to call or text. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Today, flood watch until 11 p.m. Not a.m., 11 p.m. Muggy this morning, and it is, with breaks of sun and scattered showers, then thunderstorms later in the afternoon into evening. High of 82. Tonight's storm's ending. Isolated showers, low of 64. Tomorrow, muggy with more scattered showers and thunderstorms. High of 80. That's your Tuesday. Wednesday, less humid. Scattered showers, some sun. High of 75. And then Thursday, dry with sun. High of 80. Bob Carroll, back with you. Club for Common Sense. Well... I think when you you talk about common sense, here's what we have. A listener texted in. 
Bob, John Durham said it best. The country cannot survive a two-tiered justice system. All ready to implode. Just a couple more whistleblowers to do it. Somebody said, Bob, one thing, when you make an administration built upon lies, it pretty soon topples over from the sheer weight of the lies. But remember, you've got the media continuing and defending and then ignoring the lies, depending on what works at the moment. So we're going to see. Hi, Bob, from Mountaintop. I agree with you about Biden on every level. What a pathetic leader, and they put it in quotes, and yet people refuse to see it. A neighbor of mine actually told me the lack of rain we had and the fires in Canada are the fault of the Republicans because we don't believe in global warming. No arguing with him, the fool. (laughs) Thanks for Monday Musings, LTS. LTS back with you. Somebody said, Bob, with lies usually comes its partner hypocrisy. Yes, necessarily so. But I got to tell you, um, oh, here's another. Bob, what do you think of Hunter hobnobbing with Merrick Garland at a nice little dinner party? Isn't that nice? No collusion here that I could see. That is Joe Biden. You got to remember the arrogance of untalented people who are put in these kinds of positions. Joe Biden, probably the least capable person, certainly in our lifetimes by a mile, the least capable person to become president of the United States. He's literally incapable of it before his adamant. So what do they do? They get worked up over all this, and he wanted to show Merrick Garland... My son and my brother are right here with me. He was shoving it in Merrick Garland's face as much as anything. And Merrick Garland's a little wimp. Forget it. Forget it. He's so embittered that he didn't become a Supreme Court justice that his hatred knows no bounds. His partisanship knows no bounds. He's a disgrace, too. But now he's taking him up to Camp David. Now, he says Hunter Biden's the smartest person he ever knew. How stupid does that make Joe Biden? It makes him the nincompoop that he is. No, he is keeping Hunter Biden by his side through this to show everybody we're right in your faces. You go any further, you're going to accept my wrath. Well, how about that nonsense? Nobody messes with the Bidens. Remember he said that in Florida, like there's some tough guys? Oh, my God. He had to make up probably the only fight he never got, he, he never, that he ever got in. Corn pop. <laughs> oh, my God, he just made it up. No, this is a sick Mentally ill individual. His son is a hunter, obviously sick and mentally ill as well. That apple didn't far from fall far from that tree. Hmm. It's awful. It really is awful. And then there's people intentionally dumb enough to continue supporting them. I, wow, that's scary stuff. 
We'll take a break. Bob Cadaro, W-I-L-K. We'll be back. Oh, the great three-dog night. Old-fashioned love song. We got a few others Murph sent us and that we heard on Friday night down at Penn's Peak. Bob Cadaro back with you, W-I-L-K. Somebody said, good morning, Bob. Several people have been arrested in Canada for arson in setting those brush fires. Remember the ones that overwhelmed our cities in the Northeast? Did anyone really think lightning struck 20 places at the same time? I know. So it was arson, but I wonder if that word got to the climate activists yet. Because it, it shows them to be as dumb as they are. And now New York City is going to try to, my, my, <laughs> I'm watching it, but my buddy uh, Mark Mayer also tells me, New York City is going to try to crack down on wood-fired pizza ovens. Their insanity will not stop. It, it's, it's, man, it will not stop. And re- please remember, they don't care about the environment. They don't care about your convenience. They don't care about your budget. They care about their power and their control over you. Period. That's it. End of sentence. (sighs) Boy, oh boy, oh boy. On the other side of this, we're going to talk about uh, this, uh, I don't know what march it was in New York City, the drag march. We'll be back. 1977, Elvis Presley performed his last concert. This at the Market Square Arena, you're listening to it, in Indianapolis. Yeah, you can tell he's drugged up a little bit, huh? His sad death to follow not much longer after that. Uh, we're going, And by the way, before that, landmark ruling... Uh, by the U.S. Supreme Court, 5-4 decision that the 14th Amendment required all states to grant same-sex marriages and recognize same-sex marriages granted in other states. I've told you this before, and a lot of you disagree with me. No problem with that on my front. Uh, Now, churches, that's another story. They've got the right to say, no, we won't marry uh, intra sexual couples but as far as the government goes stay out of it we're we're finishing the hour with black and white by the great three dog night as and I'll talk over it I can do that right now remember these are the same supreme court justices at least in the case of John Roberts, that the left, which has gone bonkers, and they're in total control of the Democrat Party. There is no moderate Democrat Party. There are almost no moderate Democrats. We could take uh, Matt Cartwright and Bob Casey right here in our own backyard. They've gone lunatic left, totally rogue against their voters Against what they ran on to originally get elected? Yeah. Yeah, John, somebody texted in, John Roberts has been a big disgrace. I had no problem with that decision, but you're right. He has been. He, he wants to be popular. 
And that's that's that Washington disease. You want to get invited to cocktail parties in D.C. John Roberts being one of the worst afflicted. This uh, hour brought to you by the Marjon Golf Course. Mount Cobb Dick and uh, Jefferson Township. Right past the old Muni. Nine holes of the best bargain in golf. Marjon. And the Dunmore Lumber Company, 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. Beat the big box blues. Somebody says, I saw uh, Three Dog Night in concert with America at the Kirby Center in 1988. Then 10 years later at the Northeastern Fair, held on the grounds of Pocono Downs. They really were great. Somebody says, right-leaning independent here, and I agree with that decision, meaning the decision to allow gay marriages, to actually allow them to be enforced. I couldn't care less who marries who. I'm with you. And then we get, though, and I, a lot of people got really excited about this. They had the, the, the drag parade, I guess, in New York, and they're saying, we're coming for your children, or words to that effect. They were being mocking. At the same time, there are members of that cult who are coming for our children. And they've got the full support of the Democrat Party. <clears throat> Time for the news. We'll come back after that. The start of the Korean War will be our subject. Rick Bigelow will be our guest. Goldie Wild News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.